And I talk a lot about understanding customer mindset and really being able to dial in on knowing what your customers are thinking so that you can help them make a decision to buy from you. But here's the difference in what I'm saying. Help them make the decision, not force them into making the decision. Welcome to No BS Business School, the podcast for small business owners and solopreneurs to get the straight talk on how to turn your passion into a profitable business. Do you ever feel like you're trying to keep your head above water running your business? And every time you get online looking for help, all you see is the same cookie cutter advice that never produces the results you want? I'm Jan Ditchfield, award-winning business strategist, online educator, and your host. And I believe that the path to success in business shouldn't be a mystery. It takes planning, mastering the boring stuff, and learning to ignore advice that will never serve you. I'm here to help you through the messy parts of your business so you can enjoy the life you're creating for yourself and your family. Each week, I share strategies to help you grow your business without the fluff, gimmicks, and nonsense that's filling your feed on the gram. If you're ready to cut through the BS and build a business that's authentic, impactful, and profitable, this is the show for you. Let's keep it real. I've been having a lot of conversations lately with women about where they want to go in their business and about how they have their goals set, but also talking about a lot of things that have been holding them back or fears that they've been having that they're going to repeat some mistakes that they've made in the past. And one of those mistakes that keeps coming up is hiring the wrong people to help them. And specifically because they feel as though they've been in some ways taken advantage of by past instructors or past business coaches, and specifically the gurus, that what they thought they were signing up for is not what they received on the other end. And one of the common things I hear in that conversation is a feeling like it's their fault that this happened that they should have known better or they should have seen through it or they should have been more aware walking into what they were actually walking into. And I put myself in that conversation as well because I made an investment in somebody, again, that I thought was going to do something in my business. And what I received on the other end of that was not at all what I had signed up for. And there are a lot of things that we just don't know in those situations. And because we don't know, we don't know how to navigate them when we're in the middle of it. And that doesn't make it our fault. What it does make us though are the perfect people to be in their funnel because they're specifically looking for us to be in a stage of unawareness so that we're more likely to buy from them than to see through what's being done to us and say no. And again, I am including myself in this conversation. Even after being in sales for 30 years, and I know sales really well, I still fell for it. I fell for getting myself into a funnel and suddenly being like, what's happening here? As I was being worked all the way down, And at the end of it, quite honestly, came out being like, I was just a target. Like I was a revenue goal, but I didn't see it until after that credit card payment had happened because I was hopeful that they were actually going to do something for me that I needed done. I needed help at that time to be able to move my business forward. And they promised me they were going to be the ones to do it. They said all the right things because that's what they're trained to do. So today on the podcast, I want to talk to you about the guru sales tactics that they don't want you to know about. Because when you're making decisions to invest in yourself and invest in your business, we don't have time to waste and we certainly don't have money to waste. So I wanted to help you get a bit clearer understanding of the ways they sell and the tactics that are being used so that you can see them when they're happening and you can make more of an informed choice of whether this is the right decision for you or whether you're like, hang on a second, something here just doesn't feel right. So the first thing I want to talk about is what I call the 1090 rule. 
And this is really specifically used by the online Instagram famous gurus, the celebrity business experts, so to say. And it's that feeling you get after you buy one of their programs and you go through it, where you feel like you only know about 10% of the things that you need to know. And 90% of the rest of the things have not been shown to you. And you're kind of in that state where you're like, I almost have this all figured out, but then I don't know what I'm supposed to do for the rest of it. And so you're stumbling along and you can't get traction and you're starting to question yourself all the time and you feel like you're failing at what you're doing and you feel like I shouldn't be failing because they taught me what to do, but still things are missing here. Like I'm not getting all the information. And so you go back and you buy another program from them because they have another thing that they're like, oh, hey, if you're having trouble in this area, I can help with that. And that one didn't work. So you buy another one and you know where this is going. And if you said to yourself ever in this experience, like, I feel like the information is being held back from me, it's because it is. What's happening to you is that you're being taught, again, only 10% of the information you need to know, because most of the people who are doing this work are marketers. They aren't coming in with business acumen or business development. And business development and marketing is not the same thing. So that 10% of the information they're giving you is usually only because it's all they know Or they're only giving you 10% because they're trying to leave you in an actual state of void. Like it's a purposeful thing they're doing so that you're always living in a state where you're feeling like you just don't have all the information, but it's just right there at your fingertips. And that one more purchase will be the thing that will put you over the edge. And they do this so you keep buying from them. And by consciously leaving you in a state of failure, and I'm going to put air quotes around that word, and feeding you in feeding that security and feeding those worries, they make more money off of us. And a lot of these tactics are actually things that are taught in sales. But the difference is when you're using them in a sales principle ethically, and when you're using them in a way that is not above board, you get different results for people. One hand, you're going to get a lot of really great success for people and a lot of people with small numbers, really good conversion rates, low refund requests, and tons of social proof and happy people out there talking about you. On the other hand, you've got bro marketing. And bro marketing is done by women just as much as it's done by men. So I think the whole term should actually be rephrased. But what bro marketing consists of and what these so-called experts are so good at is they focus on the sale first and the client second. So they're all about filling up their funnel with as many people as possible. And they don't particularly care where they fall out as long as they can get as many of them to come out the bottom. And it's not the right people they're looking for. They honestly couldn't care less if you're the right fit for their program or not. They just care if you can pay for it. And that's why that one to 3% online conversion rate that's thrown around all over the place is actually something we shouldn't be encouraging because they're not good salespeople. Like not a a good salesperson would never be happy with a one to 3% conversion rate. That's boiler room sales tactics. They're still using methods that we used to talk about back in the day. And I knew people who did this where they'd all sit in a really smoky room. They're all smoking cigarettes. They've got scripts in front of themselves. Most of them use fake names and they would just cold call people one after another, after another, after another trying to get as much money and make as many sales as they possibly could. Again, with no consideration to whether this, whatever they were selling was the right fit for the person on the other end of the phone. We've just replaced the phone with a computer screen. And every time now I see someone doing really well 
on you know, selling and they they're starting, they have this celebrity status around themselves as online business coaches or online gurus or online experts. I always like to go back and see where they started because most of them started in this type of sales or they were trained by people who specialize in this type of marketing. And what it does to people is really damaging because people are making investments like sometimes significant investments in their dream. And those investments come with other things. It comes with the fact that, you know, children and mortgage payments and bills that need to be paid and hopes and dreams and the fear of not having to go back to that God awful nine to five job or corporate life that you came out of. And so when we get stuck in these funnels and we, we get out the other end of it and we actually see what we're receiving, how little we're receiving in exchange for what we were promised. It does a lot to our self-esteem as business owners. It really did to mine. Because when I got stuck in this trap and I came out the other end, I was like, I should have known better. I should have been the person who saw it. I've been doing sales for over 30 years. But what got me and the reason why I went forward and I actually invested into this program, because they got me with another tactic called lack mindset. Are you ready to consistently earn six figures in your business without feeling like you're running yourself into the ground, following all the guru advice that never seems to work for you? You're invited to join my brand new one-on-one program, The Capital Campaign Formula. In this six-week personalized program, I'm not gonna teach you another traditional funnel or offer launch system like everybody else does. I'm gonna teach you how to build a capital campaign plan that's gonna take your conversion rates the levels that you've never even dreamed of. If you have a program, product, or service that you've been trying to sell more effectively so you can start having consistent six-figure years in your business, then this is the program for you. Pre-enrollment is now open and you can head over to janditchville.co forward slash formula to join today. But hurry, there are only 10 spots available in this round of the program. So grab your seat before they're gone. Join me to learn my capital campaign formula and get ready to take your business to a whole new level while being authentic and connecting on a deeper level with the people you are here to serve. And Lackwise said is a tactic that the gurus use where they use reverse psychology to try and reinforce the negative mindset that you might have about yourself. So they'll say things to you like, you're playing small, that's why you're not being successful. If you don't start playing big, you'll never achieve your dreams. If you choose not to invest in my program, then you're choosing not to invest in yourself. Here's a script to go tell your husband why you should be taking that last money that you have in the bank and buying from them instead of paying your mortgage payments that month. And if you don't buy from me and if you don't move over and you don't convert, then your failure is all on yourself because I had the solution and you chose to say no to me. That's black mindset. But why does it work? It works and it worked for me for this very reason is because the people who are saying this to us know that our need to be able to live up to our own full potential, the potential we see in ourselves, will make us do pretty much anything, including buying from them. And I talk a lot about understanding customer mindset and really being able to dial in on knowing what your customers are thinking so that you can help them make a decision to buy from you. But here's the difference in what I'm saying. Help them make the decision, not force them into making the decision. And there's a big difference with that. When we use sales tactics that are about making people feel empowered instead of feeling terrible about themselves if they don't buy, 
then we're serving our audience. We're not taking from them. And I quite honestly believe that the reason why these tactics are used so often, one, they work like they do convert. But the other reason why is because the people who are using them are really terrible at sales. Like they wouldn't be able to convert anybody if they didn't use these tactics. So again, we're learning from people who don't know how to sell. Because I remember sitting and listening to somebody. I was in in a paid program I was in and the guru in front said that they made 70% of their income off of affiliate marketing. And my head almost snapped back off my shoulders when I heard that. They only made 30% of their own money. That doesn't mean you're a good salesperson. That means you're taking advantage of the people that you're there to serve. And another way this is done is by using false scarcity. And false scarcity is where you make a promise to somebody that they need to get in on something now because it's going to be gone on a certain deadline. And then it turns out there is no deadline at all. I've seen this used time and time again by a lot of the gurus. And every time I find out about the fact that actually there was no urgency on this whatsoever, I always sit there and just send a smirk and just bite my tongue or hold my fingers back from leaving a comment on Instagram. Because scarcity and urgency is a really good tactic to use to help people make the decision to buy from you or not. And I teach it. But I teach in a way where you mean what you say and you do what you say. So for my program, Impact Business Academy, you could only enroll in it certain times of the year. And that's truthful. I don't say to people after, well, it's okay. Come on, I'll sneak you in the back door. Don't worry about it. Do you have the money? Because that's doing a disservice and it's disrespectful to the people who did choose to come in when I said you have to make a decision in this time span. And when it is being used, it's a very clear indicator that the person using it cares more about the money than they do about your success. Because that's about them chasing targets and seeing how much more money they can put in their funnel as quietly as possible without getting caught. Another tactic that used a lot that's used a lot is FOMO. So it's that fear of missing out on something. And a recent example that I saw was inside of a guru's group that I no longer belong to. I watched them go in there and say that if people weren't going to start participating in the group, that everyone was going to be removed and they wouldn't have access to the group anymore. And just the people who were actually active were going to stay in the group. And there was this big, long thing about this. And what it did is it caused people to panic. So they all started replying, no, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And what they were looking for were leads. They were trying to shake up their, their Facebook group and see who's going to surface to the top that we can start targeting that we haven't targeted before. And the reason why this was, you know, not a, not really an ethical way to do things was because of the fact was nobody actually did get removed from the group because I never commented and I stayed in the group. And so what they're doing is really diving into that psychological feeling you have that there's nothing worse than being left out. Like they're going back to our deepest fears as individuals of, I don't want to be the last person picked for dodgeball. And it triggers a lot of things in us again. It causes us to panic. It causes us to make reactions to things we normally would not react to. It causes us to buy things that logically we know we don't need. And when it's done, with this, the bro, these bro marketing tactics and done in a really unethical way where people are focused on, let's just shake this group up and see how many people rise to the top. We don't really care who rises. We just want them to rise. That's when it differs than doing it in a way, again, that's helping people make a conscious ethical decision to purchase from you. And that leads right into the last one that I see used a lot that I think people aren't aware of getting trapped in. And that's something called trial closes. And trial closes came from the sales industry directly. Like this is 
we were the people that use this the most. And what it is, is a way to test people during a sales process to see how close they are to buying without asking for the sale. So if you think of any time about buying a car or if you've bought a time uh, share, if maybe you've gone in and you've bought something like a washer or a dryer, where you're buying from really traditional salespeople, they use this a lot. And how it's translated now into the online space has been very, very different. And where it shows up the most is on webinars and masterclasses. And how it's done there is by saying things like, do you agree with me? Drop it in the comments. Let me know where you're at. Drop it in the comments. How are you feeling about this? Drop it in the comments. Leave me an emoji that tells me how you're feeling. Drop it in the comments. Are you ready to transform your life? Drop it in the comments. Leave me a hell yeah in the comments. And where the unethical part of this lies is what it's actually doing is training your mind to respond when they speak. And when they say, here's the button to buy, your brain says, follow instruction, click button. Your brain isn't making a conscious decision to purchase. It's just responding to that trial close. And it's that you've been trained sitting on that entire 90 minutes that the action you're supposed to take at the end of this is to click on that button. There's nothing wrong with interacting people with people in the comments when you're selling online. I do it all the time. I, cause I love doing it. I love talking to the people. I'm like, Hey, who's here? Tell me who's here because I want to know who's here. I want to say hi to you. I want to acknowledge you. I want to make you feel welcome. I want to make you feel seen, but I don't want to trick you into buying from me. I want you to make that decision because you truly honestly feel it's the right decision for you to make. And when I work privately with my students, we focus on that funnel being a clear ethical funnel. And it's why I was teaching last week, all week in my workshop series about how to use the nonprofit and charity techniques to really increase your conversion rates. So you don't need to do these things to make money in your business. You can have better choices and you can have higher conversions because you're treating people with respect, with gratitude. You're cultivating those relationships you're earning the right to ask them for the sale, and then you're stewarding them after they purchase from you. So false scarcity and lack mindset and trial closes and like using FOMO, those are all traditional sales techniques. But when it's being done with the goal to be about the most amount of money possible, not the best people possible, that's when I take issue with it. And I especially take issue with it when people are leaning into women's fears in order to make a sale. Like I take a really strong offense to that. It's really hard to run a business and it's really challenging to know if you're investing in the right people when you're looking to hire outside help to come into your business. And every single one of us at some point needs the outside help. We all do. And there's some really great people out there and there's some people out there that don't deserve to be in business. And unfortunately, we keep leaning into these celebrities and these Instagram gurus and these online experts as our saviors, instead of stopping and saying, hang on a second, something here isn't adding up for me. I need to know more than what they're teaching me. Like I don't need to learn from somebody on how they made money in their business. I need to learn from somebody who can teach me, me how they helped other people make money in their business. There's a big difference with that. That was my career. My career was making money for other people for 20 plus years. Heck, if we go back 30 plus years. And what I teach now is the same thing. I'm helping women make money in their business. And I have goals in my own business, definitely. But one of the biggest goals I have is how many women can I help? Not how much money am I going to make? 
I want to know how much money I can help them make. That's what excites me. So the next time you attend a webinar or you see something being done by one of these gurus, stop and actually watch how they're selling. And if you're feeling that feeling like, I feel like something's missing here, or this is just too good to be true, or, oh my gosh, they're going to make me so rich so fast. You might want to stop and think about whether that's actually true or not, or if it's just a marketing tactic they're using to get your money because you've worked too hard and you deserve better. And I'm just going to keep showing up and debunking all of these myths and hopefully inspiring you to do business a little bit differently while you make money ethically. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you've enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at janditchfield.co. Until next time, keep it real.